Mondays on Radio 191 FM. Tēnā koutou e tēnei ahi-ahi, these are your Radio 1 te reo irerangi kotahi news headlines for Rahini, June the 21st. Ko sanaina tēnei. Over the past weekend, the 22nd annual ID fashion show took place, showcasing some of the most talented local and international designers, with some attendees travelling from as far as Australia to see the birth of a new era of fashion. The two-night festival opened with the Awakening of Future Disruptors, an event that is run in partnership with Otago Polytechnic, with all aspects led by students. During the intermissions on Friday night, guests could enjoy live music from the local talent Judah Kelly from Juno Is. The well-organised Futures Disruptors event was run by Otago Polytechnic students during a graduate and diploma in event management. Jesse, who is one of the student leads, spoke to Radio 1 about the Dunedin designers who are attending and the amount of work that is involved in setting up the event. Me personally, I handled the marketing and the organising the hair and makeup and helping in designing the fashion show part itself. Tomorrow night is the huge designers that have come out of Dunedin, like Nomdi, Company of Strangers, Charmaine, Rivalry. I think there's one more, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And it's them showing their new collections, their winter collections for the year. Yeah. And their type of museum. Awesome. It's been stressful. Seven weeks. Wow. Yeah, we found out about it on our first day of class and have been organising it since. So it's been a huge learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. Many of the emerging young designers were second and third year fashion students, showcasing their portfolios exclusively to the public for the first time. An Otago University student who attended the Saturday evening event told Radio 1 that the layout of the catwalk was an unconventional stage that was shaped like a snow globe and was vibrant and fun. On Saturday night, the ID Fashion Week came to a close with the ID International Emerging Designer Awards, with Sada Kickmeyer from France taking out the number one spot. To follow the designers at the event, head to ID Fashion on Instagram. New fishing regulations have been set by the government to ban commercial skippers from discarding fish overboard. In 2016, Operation Achilles revealed that South Island commercial skippers had been dumping huge amounts of fish overboard illegally. The discard laws set at the time had allowed skippers to return undersized catches back into the water. However, in many cases, fish that return to the sea do not survive. Last Friday, it was announced that fishing boats will have to bring back their entire catch to land to ensure that commercial skippers are monitored for the amount of accidental wildlife that has been caught. Minister for Fisheries David Parker said that the online camera technology will be introduced on at least 300 vessels to monitor commercial catches to make sure all regulations are followed. Fisheries researcher Dr Glenn Simmons spoke to RNZ about the change to regulations that have been long awaited. He says the government's move to ban commercial fishing skippers throwing unwanted catch overboard is the biggest change to fisheries management in 100 years. Kia ora, Glenn. Kia ora, good morning. So it's been a long time coming. What do you make of what's been announced or confirmed, really? The, the, the move to put cameras on boats has been government policy, since, certainly since the election, but now the money's there, and it appears to be over the next four years it's all go. And then second, the move on fish dumping and, and now having to report. Yeah, um, well, first off, I think uh, what it demonstrates is finally, since the introduction of the quota management system, we have some rather bold political leadership. So... I'm really pleased to see um, 
the decisions that the minister and cabinet have made, and and certainly when I look at the other uh, decisions that are looming, um, there's going to be some very or more than a shake-up in fisheries. Probably the biggest changes, uh, even before the quota management system was introduced in the 80s, and I would argue that uh, the change on the discard ban alone is the biggest change to reporting since the original Fisheries Act back in 1908, so it's more than 100 years. Otago University aquaculture and fisheries student Finbar stated that I think the changes are a good step forward into managing our fisheries better and, and starting to protect our oceans. The government is donating $100,000 to the Auckland Mayoral Fund for repairs to houses affected by Saturday's morning tornado. On Saturday morning at 8.30am, a tornado ripped through Papatoitoi, leaving one person dead, one person injured, and a total of 1,200 homes damaged and 60 homes deemed uninhabitable. The Auckland's emergency management team were quick to the scene, starting the day with a planning session and providing safety emergency accommodations for families. Auckland police and fire and emergency rescue teams patrolled the area and assessed all the residents who were impacted by the tornado. The council's assessments of the damage to housing and workplace is still underway. And that is your this week's new segment on Te Reo Irerangi Kotahi Radio 1. Now let's head to the weather in Otipote Dunedin from my friend Mayor Kelly. The Radio 191 FM weather. Uh, kia ora koutou e tene ahiahi. There will be a high of 10 degrees and a low of 6 degrees. Uh, there will be cloud in the morning, the sun peeking through a little bit in the afternoon, and the cloud will be back in the evening, but it will be mostly fine, and there will be southwesterlies. And that was your Te Reo Irerangi Kotahi Radio 1 weather. I hope you all have a wonderful day.